Hi, this is Alex. I'm Afro-Latino, and I care about Afro-Latinidad. Since 2017, I've been producing this podcast, and not everything is free. That's why I'm asking you to support this podcast. We have five awesome Patreons who support us with a monthly contribution. But we need more to do more. If you can, please visit patreon.com slash afrosaya and consider supporting us. In Retribution, you will have monthly exclusives, access, and don't forget, we embrace community. Be part of Afrosaya. Welcome to, to Afrosaya. Afrosaya. Afro Hello everyone, I'm Alex Gutierrez from Sacramento, California. Welcome to Afro Saya, the Afro-Latino podcast. Today in our show, we will continue with our journey throughout South America. As we intend, this is a podcast about blackness in the Americas. We will share a little bit of history, music, culture, and more. Our guest for today is Afro-Brazil. Let's begin. Once again, welcome to Afro Saya, the Afro-Latino podcast. I'm Alex Gutierrez. Today in our show, we will talk about Afro-Brazilians who are citizens of Brazil. Brazil is a beautiful country located in South America. The official name is the Federative Republic of Brazil, and the capital is Brasilia. Brazil is the largest country in South America and Latin America. Brazil is the largest country to have Portuguese as an official language and the only one in the Americas. It is also one of the most multicultural and ethnically diverse nations due to over a century of immigration from all over the world. Brazil shares borderland with Uruguay, Argentina, Paraguay, Bolivia, Peru, Colombia, Venezuela, Guyana, Suriname, French Guyana, and the Atlantic Ocean. Brazil was populated by different number of indigenous tribe nations prior to the arrival of Pedro Álvarez Cabral in the 1500s. Pedro Cabral claimed the area for the Portuguese Empire, so Brazil remained a Portuguese colony until 1808, when the capital of the empire was transferred from Lisbon to Rio de Janeiro. In 1815, the colony was elevated to the rank of kingdom upon the formation of United Kingdom of Portugal. Brazil fought for independence and it was achieved in 1822 with the creation of the Empire of Brazil, a unitary state governed under a constitutional monarchy and a parliamentary system. The ratification of the first constitution in 1824 led to the formation of a bicameral legislature now called the National Congress. The country became a presidential republic in 1889 following a military coup. An authoritarian military junta came to power in 1964 and ruled until 1985, 
after which civilian governance resume. Brazil's current constitution, formulated in 1988, defined it as a democratic federal republic. Brazil is rich in culture and history, reason why it ranks 13 in the world by the UNESCO or UNESCO World Heritage Site. The land now called Brazil was claimed for the Portuguese Empire on April 22nd in 1500s with the arrival of the Portuguese Pedro Álvarez Cabral. The Portuguese Europeans encountered indigenous people divided into several tribes, most of whom spoke languages of the Tupi-Guarani family. The first settlement of colony was founded in 1532, Colonization effectively began in 1534 when King John III of Portugal divided the territory into the 13 private and autonomous captaincy colonies of Brazil. However, the decentralized and organized tendencies of the captaincy colonies proved problematic and in 1549, the Portuguese king restructured them to just a single and centralized Portuguese colony in South America. In the first two centuries of colonization, indigenous and European groups lived in constant war, establishing opportunistic alliances in order to gain advantages against each other. By the mid-16th century, cane sugar had become Brazilians' most important export, and slaves purchased in sub-Saharan Africa in the slave market of Western Africa, not only those from Portuguese allies of their colonies like Angola or Mozambique, had become its largest import to cope with plantations of sugar cane due to the increasing international demand for Brazilian sugar. And this is a perfect time to transition and talk about Afro-Brazilians. Over nearly three centuries from the late 1500s to 1860s, Brazil was constantly the largest destination for African slaves in the Americas. In that period, approximately 4 million enslaved Africans were imported to Brazil. Brazilian slavery included a diverse range of labor roles. For example, gold mining in Brazil began to grow around 1690s in regions such as Minas Gerais. Slaves in Brazil also were forced to labor on sugar plantations in regions such as Salvador, Bahia. Other products of slave labor in Brazil during that era included tobacco, textiles, and cachacas, which were often vital products to trade in exchange for slaves. The nature of the work that slaves did had a direct effect on aspects of slaves' lives, such as life expectancy and family formation. For example, from an early inventory of African slaves, meaning 1569-1571, from the plantation of Sergipe Ducondo in Bahia, shows that he owned 19 males and one female. 
These uneven gender ratios combined with the high mortality rate related to the physical labor had many consequences on slaves' bodies. The effect was often that many New World slaves' economies, including Brazil, rely on a constant importation of new slaves to replace those who had died. Despite the change in the slave population, demographic related to the constant importation of slaves through the 1860s, a Creole generation in the African population emerged in Brazil. By the 1800s, Brazil had the largest single population of African and Creole slaves than any other colony in the Americas. But the 1888, Brazil abolished slavery. The term Afro-Brazilian does not have widespread use in Brazil, where social constructions and classifications have been based on appearance. People with African features and skin color are generally referred to and they identify as Negro or Preto, which is black, and many members of another group of people, multiracial Brazilians or pardos, also have a range of degree of African ancestry. Pretos and pardos are among five color categories used by the Brazilian census, along with branco, white, amarelo, yellow, is Asian, and indígena, Native American. In 2010, 7.6% of the Brazilian population identify as preto, while 43% identify as pardo. Pretos tend to be predominantly African in ancestry, while pardos tend to have lesser percentage of African ancestry. On average, pardos are predominantly European with African or Native American ancestries. In Brazil, a person's race is based primarily on physical appearance. In Brazil, it is possible for two siblings of different colors to be classified as people of different races. Children who are born to a black mother and a European father will be classified as black if their features read as African and classify as white if their features appear more European. With no strict criteria for racial classification, lighter-skinned mulattos were easily integrated into the white population. It is important to mention that this classification has been highly criticized as well as the term mulattos. Historically, Europeans took African women as their sexual partners, resulting in mulatto children. In recent years, the Brazilian government has encouraged affirmative action programs for people considered to be African descent and also native indigenous people. One of the measures include priority in land reform for areas populated by remnants of Quilombos. The government noted that these groups have been historically been discriminated against because of slavery and the Portuguese consequence of indigenous people. They became landless and are represented among the poorest segments of Brazilian society, while the European or white population dominates the upper classes. 
Such efforts in affirmative action have been criticized because of the ambiguity of racial classification in Brazil. In 2007, the twin brothers, Alex and Alec, Alex and Alan Teixeira applied for places in the University of Brasilia through quotas reserved for black students. In the university, a team of specialists and professors used photos of the candidates to determine who was black or not. The Teixeira brothers were identical twins, but in this process, only Alan was classified as black, while his identical brother Alex, whose application was reviewed by different people, was not accepted in this program. Since that case, affirmative action has been widely criticized as a governmental program, given the high degree of discrimination of the Brazilian people Critics argue that the definition of who is black or not is very subjective. Many academics describe Brazilian society as not divided between races, but between the poor and the rich, while acknowledging that it's widely agreed that people of darker skin color still suffers an additional discrimination. Well, people, there you have it. Afro-Brazilians. If you want to know more about Afro-Brazilians, I would like to propose the following. First, if you are outside Brazil, look for information online about Afro-Brazilians. That will alert the internet browsers and they will start collecting information. It will become more visible for other people as well. Second, participate in events and seminars where Afro-Brazilians culture is the central topic and very important, ask questions, be an active listener. Third, share information about Afro-Brazilians. If you are on Facebook, make friends with them. Afro-Brazilian organizations are also part of Facebook, so ask them about events and share stories, photos and videos, so interact with them. And finally, if you are in Brazil, recognize that Brazil is also negra. Vem magalenha rojão, traz a lenha pro fogão, vem fazer armação. Hoje é um dia de sol, alegria de coió, é curtir o verão. Vem magalenha rojão, traz a lenha pro fogão, vem fazer armação. Hoje é um dia 
de sol, alegria de Goió é curtir o verão. a lot to talk, but if you have questions or you want to know more about Afro-Brazilians and we didn't cover, you can email me at afrocontacto at gmail.com or go to afrosaya.com and get in touch with us. With that, let's open the segment, Afromail. I want to thanks to the people that are contributing financially to our show. We still have five awesome Patreons that are supporting us. We call them Sayantis. So thank you so much for your contribution. If you want to become a sponsor of our show, you can go to patreon.com slash afrosaya. I encourage you to go and, and type it. Spells P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com and search for Afrosaya, which is spelled A-F-R-O-S-A-Y-A. And you can support us with $1, $3, $5, or with whatever you can. And you will become part of our exclusive community of Afrosaya. I want also to thanks to a very special friend. He is from Brazil, and his name is Alexander Lomi. Lotto. So I want to say hi to him. I know he listens to the podcast. So hi, friend. <laughs> Espero verte pronto. Um, he is a member of the Minister of Human Rights in Brazil and coordinator, the general coordinator at the Quilombo Cultural Malunguinho. So if you are in Facebook, you can look for his organization. He is also on Facebook, so you can find him or his organization. Once again, it's called Quilombo Cultural Malunguinho. Um, I also have a lot of friends in Brazil. Uh, we work together in a network called Regina or the International Network of African Descents in Latin America. And this was a network for young people emerging from different countries in Latin America. So we got together and we work very hard because we wanted to make sure our voices are not lost. So hi to everyone who is part of, of that network. And we still get in touch. So we still connect with some people. So I want to especially thanks to my friend Alexander, who is doing an amazing job for his Afro-descendant or African-descendant community in Brazil. 
Um, okay, so I want to thank to the people who are following us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Remember, we are across social media with Afrosaya. I'll say it later again. But uh, if you want to find us, uh, you want to follow us, we are on Facebook, on inter in Instagram, which is where we hang out more often. So if you are on those platforms, just you know, follow us. We will follow back to you. Uh, thanks for the likes and comments on Facebook. I got to say that last time we have a very special comment coming from. Uh, so that's very special for us. So thank you so much for being in touch with Afrosaya. We also have some videos on YouTube. Uh, if you search for Afrosaya podcast, you will see awesome videos. We have awesome videos. I think it, they are very, very awesome. Somebody was telling me <laughs> that the fact that I said it's awesome is very subjective. Uh, but I got to say, they are super awesome videos. So go and check them out. Um, very important. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have like 300 people right now. So that's super awesome. And if you want to be part of, of Afrosaya, I mean, if you cannot support economically, but uh, you are on YouTube, that's a good way to also support us. So, you know, you can just give a subscribe and voila, we're going to have you in our channel. And also that open another alternatives for us to do the podcast because now we can do a live video on YouTube. So we'll see if we can uh, organize a nice hangout or conversation on YouTube. But we need more people in order to get more attention and, you know, YouTube. Uh, yeah, that's on YouTube. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe. Uh, we have more people listening to us. So thank you so much for subscribing to the podcast. That's there. That's key for us. <laughs> that's key point. We are about to reach 3000 downloads. So thank you so much to the people who are spending time on the, on the, on the podcast with us and listening to these 20, 30 minutes podcast. Thank you very much. We just wanted to spray the news out there and make our communities, especially Afro-Latino community, more visible, okay? Um, I hope you will stay with us and learn with us and also recommend the podcast to your friends and family. We're hoping to continue the conversation about Blackness in the Americas. Um, I had a conversation, like a very quick interaction with someone in East Coast, uh, North Carolina. So thank you so much, people out there who are following us and listening to us. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. And if you have comments, suggestions, recommendations, please let us know. We want to improve over here and also continue learning. I mean, there's a lot of things that I didn't know about Afro-Brazilians, Afro-Peruvians, Afro-Colombians, that we will be doing it. Just hold it in there, okay? Uh, so once again, if you're in social media, don't forget to follow us. We are as Afro Saya. Just one word, Afro Saya. So follow us. And I have recommendations. How about that? Let's go to recommendations. Okay, so in this episode, I want to recommend the movie City of God. A movie about African descent in Brazil with a guy who is an African descent, a black guy. And you will see the struggle of black people in, in, in one of the, mo the most 
complex societies in Latin America. Uh, there is no other country like Brazil the way that is structured. So if you are in Netflix, City of God, you can watch it for free. Um, this movie was recommended to me when I was in college for from a Peruvian friend who has uh, you know a lot of. Uh, interest in Brazil and in the culture. So he mentioned to me and I watched that and it was very interesting. I learned a lot of things that I didn't know. Although it's a movie, it's not a Hollywood movie, we'll say per se. So you will have a lot of uh, perspective from, you know, not the Hollywood style movie. So I recommend it to, to check that out as speaking of the Brazilian culture. And if you have any specific other movie that you want us to like, oh, you should recommend this one, please let us know. Again, we're on Facebook, on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> I also want to say hi to my friend Brad Penny Pucker and Caitlin Rannigan, two awesome friends. But with Brad, we talk about Brazil. And I remember, dude, your impression about the Brazilian culture. And you even share music with me from this artist, Jorge Mario da Silva. And you know what? We will close the program with a little bit of music from these artists. And you haven't, if you haven't heard before, well, I challenge you to do so. <laughs> Go to YouTube. They are in YouTube. They are free. And if you are in, you know, subscribe to any to any of the corporation music, you can also find him. His name is Jorge Mario da Silva. But my friend Brad, he was like really into the, the Brazilian culture. And I really appreciate everything you said about Brazilian and the Brazilian culture. And I really appreciate your perspective, man. So if you're listening to the pod, to this podcast, well, I want to say hi to you. And, you know, I just, I, when I was organizing the, the, the show, I was like, oh, my friend Brad, he's, he, he was really into the, into the Brazilian culture. So hi, friend. With that, how about hanging out next time in our next episode? I will have all the links and information available to you in afrosaya.com. And if you want to know more about the music we play in this show, get in touch with us, afrosaya.com. All right, guys, see you next time. Historias, conocimiento, identidad.